0: I'm speaking with uh, John and Fern with uh, Portland People's Outreach Project. How are you folks doing today?
1: Hanging in, hanging in. Yeah, I'm glad to be glad to be talking to you.
0: Glad yeah, like to be
1: living
0: in. Likewise. So, uh, could you tell me first a little bit about um, Portland People's Outreach? Pro- is is PPOP the correct pronunciation of the acronym?
1: Uh, Yeah, so, PPOP, Portland People's Outreach Project, uh, it's uh, a pure run uh, needle exchange and my harm reduction organization. Um, We do outreach on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday when other area exchanges aren't open. Um, We are need-based, so we give everyone... uh, 100 without them having to turn anything in on Saturdays at our fixed site and on Friday and Sunday when we're doing mobile outreach, we be about 50, uh, just because uh, it's harder to move them around. Um, but we see a lot of people that otherwise would not access services through the county exchange.
0: All right. And about how long has uh, PPOP been around? Five years. Five years.
1: Yeah, just had a five-year anniversary party.
0: Oh, nice! Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you've been active as this crisis has set in. What What has the month of March been like for the work that you do? How has How have things changed?
2: Um, I know for sure that our participants are experiencing a lot more anxiety and dread. Much like the rest of folks that generally are living outside or inside and living comfortably, like folks who are outside have a lot of reservations around accessing social services, which is why it makes a lot of sense for us to go to them where they're at because um, a lot of people who are IV drug users uh, are treated like (laughs) in a lot of different ways within, like, the the local Portland social service medical industrial complex stuff. Um, Folks are really anxious. Um, I know that there's like a lot of uh, mental health stuff happening right now. Um, But there has been like a couple different orgs have reached out to us um, offering support like the PSU, I think it's the Coalition on Homelessness, I think they're called just Stopped by today and dropped us off a bunch of snacks and water and stuff, and that was sick. Um, Basically, yeah, I'm seeing this moment as like a unique situation where we have the ability to organize for better conditions for all people, um, particularly folks who are marginalized. Uh, So I'm witnessing, on the one hand, like a lot of like trauma and scarcity come up, but on the other hand, like, a lot of folks are actually organizing to, like, help support people with less privilege than they have.
0: I was uh, curious, are you getting, um, like, any increase in support or or decrease, I guess, from the neighborhoods that you work in?
2: Um, it's a complicated question. Uh, the St. John's Neighborhood... Has been a little bit antagonistic towards our organization in general for um, a while. Uh, they're they're curiously quiet right now. Um, but, Almost
1: like there's something else going on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of just this thing where people kind of realize that like, where, where do you where do you want people to go if they don't have housing? Then we can't stop the spread of this communicable disease. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is, if they're not offering any alternatives, then, like, shut up so that we could do our job, I guess.
0: Fair enough. So, uh, in times like these, and I know from, from my own experience, like, the, the, you're, you're all volunteer workers and you have other uh, commitments in your lives and in this, huge upheaval burnout is a very real thing and how are uh, you and other workers handling that
2: i'm really really lucky that my day job is allowing me to work from home right now and what that looks like is that they understand that my productivity is going to be really low uh because most of the people that i work with are unhoused and don't have phones so i can't really be there's just like a lot less work for me to do Mm -hmm. um but that offered that like kind of grants me this like awesome amount of free time for me to be able to like make make go bags or like safer sex supply bags during the time that I would be working um so that has been cool I think for me like burnout happens when I am not uh focusing on like trying to create a better society and like address systemic issues that the state isn't obviously prioritizing right now. So I would be more burned out if I wasn't able to like put my energy towards something.
1: All right. Yeah. I I'll be honest. Uh, I just get high (laughs) and keep pushing through, uh, you know, I, and like that, you know, I'm somebody that start got involved with from accessing the services there. So like, that's a very real answer. And like, I mm-hmm. don't have the opportunity right now to like stop and decompress. And because like my community safety is at stake, how I see it, you know, uh, and like I I know that like I know that the that can you know, lead to some trouble down the road, maybe, but, like, right now, like, I mean, it's, you know, what, what I would feel worse today and trying to decompress at home versus going out on outreach.
2: Particularly because we're serving folks that, like, don't have access in the neighborhoods that they're in to, like, certain service programs um, or really, like, any social service programs at all um, so like yeah these I mean these are our friends we love them like they, they are us so I like want to make sure that we're we're caring for them and prioritizing their needs at a time where it's like pretty much no one else is
0: great and I mean I I know that the um, a number of services as you mentioned are you know either not operating right now or operating remotely. The the vast majority of the shelter system is not doing intakes right now. Um, how, I mean, I, I feel like we all know the answer to this, but how is that affecting the people that you're working with? You mentioned a lot of anxiety.
2: I mean, the, yeah, the folks that wanna, wanna go to a shelter can't go because they're trying to spread people out. It makes sense that they're spreading people out, obviously. But at the same time, like there's there's thousands of open condos in Portland. Like we need to put people that are at risk into stable housing so that they can be safe. And Mm -hmm. in turn, if if you got to make it self-serving, like it's so we can also be safe.
0: Um, What sort of help can your group use? What what sort of supplies are you? Able to take and
2: um, so we definitely need alcohol swabs because there's like disruption in the supply chain around those, as I'm sure everybody already knows. Um, we usually like we'd really like some like extra tarps and tents for people to have in case they do get sick and need to self quarantine. Um, it's like it's impossible to self quarantine if you don't have your own tent
0: um for sure
1: uh honestly if uh people could make monetary donations uh so we need uh safer smoking supplies uh so people aren't you know sharing meth pipes so you know usually people don't have meth pipes just laying around to donate we would take cases of meth pipes but we also could just use monetary donations so every individual have their own pipe and not have to uh, share. You know, usually people just think of the needle exchange as the needle part. Uh, but uh, I mean, this virus is like perfectly you know, perfectly shown how important it is to have your own like pipes as well. Um, and the, our Venmo if anybody wants to
2: donate money to us is ppop underscore rocks.
0: ppop underscore rocks on Venmo? Correct. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned the, the core of your work, the, the needle exchange part. Um, has there been any disruption in that supply chain?
1: Uh, as of right now, with needles, no. Uh, but with uh, the, like, alcohol pads.
2: Antibiotic wipes, benzalkonium wipes.
1: Yeah, stuff to keep clean. That's the stuff that, you know, there's been a disruption because all of that's getting moved to hospitals. And we can't get any more of that. Uh, but as of right now, not with syringes themselves. Uh, although, you know, everything comes from all the glass we order comes from China. Uh, so I don't know when, like, our safer smoking supplies might be disrupted.
0: Gotcha. Um, is, there, is there anything else that you would like uh, people listening to this to know or Things that you feel like people aren't seeing?
2: Um, I mean, obviously this situation just like shows us the flaws that are inherent in a capitalist society where folks who are already like not being taken care of are being left with little to no resources to provide for their own well being. Mm -hmm. Um I think that now is the time for us to try to organize for uh, a not only a rent freeze and a sweep freeze, but like basic universal income, healthcare. I mean, like the sky's the limit, like now's the time.
1: Like, I, I, anybody that's struggling with uh, the social isolation that you know we've just it's just been you know a week of the stay-at-home order. Uh, I just encourage them to like uh, think about how like some of our neighbors, that's their entire life. You know, people who use drugs and live outside get ignored by society. Ninety-nine percent of the time, and the other one percent is people that are yelling at them and mad. You know, and that ratio is probably off. There's probably more people than yelling at them, but you know to Just use this as an opportunity to reflect on just being nicer to our people that are around us, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I I really appreciate the two of you taking the time to talk with me today and to um, talk to our listeners about this. And um, before we uh, wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Uh city in the hand wash
2: Oh okay, yeah. So the city has also been criminally negligent in providing hand washing stations to people who live outside. Uh, Um I guess there's like they're on back order right now. Um, which is freaking wild considering they've known for at least the last ten years that we've been overdue for like a major catastrophic earthquake. So like where where are the hand washing stations? Consider yourself super privileged if you can wash your hands every day, because, like, not everybody can do that.
0: Yeah, and every day, every 10 minutes, let alone every day.
1: Yeah. All it takes is a global health pandemic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I've been uh, speaking with John and Fern with the Portland People's Outreach Project. Thank you both so much for talking with me.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Sam.